Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Welcome back to Ciao Bella. Today, I'm really excited to have my friend Gaia Passi de Preposulo with me. And I say that extra long, but I'm going to give you guys a little hint. I call her Gaia PDP, just to make it easier on my on my tongue. Hey, Gaia. Nice to talk to you. Hi, Erika. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. Gaia, for Thank everyone. Thank you. Just to introduce Gaia a little bit, I'm going to give a brief introduction and then... I am going to let you give a little bit more, but Gaia is a journalist and she writes for Vogue Italia, AD Italia, La Repubblica, and she's the founder of this very, I, I love the name of your of your company. Um, it's called Eccetera. So Gaia, do you want to give a little bit more on who you are? Yes, sure. Um, so Eccetera, uh, Eccetera, uh, that means Eccetera, of course, um, is a studio which is specialized in brand journalism, content creation, copy, and actually everything that is related to words. Uh, I founded it a few months ago with two other journalists, and our motto is words matter. That's because we really think that words are important in our life. Uh, So I'm based in Milan. I've I've lived here for more than 15 years now. Uh, but I come from Benetton region, so I, I, I also love uh, my hometown very much, uh, which is Treviso, and uh, where my family lives uh, in uh, ancient uh, uh, Villa Veneta. So I have two homes, uh, I, I would say, Milan and Treviso. Well, I'm really interested in talking with you about Treviso, but in particular, I'm really interested in talking with you about Tiramisu. Sure. <laughs> so, so when I when I was thinking about um, interviewing Gaia, I thought I wanted to talk with Gaia about food, um, and not because she's a food journalist, because uh, she's she's a lifestyle journalist, but because I know that Gaia is really passionate about everything she does. But I thought of I, I asked Gaia. I said, you know, what what kind of treats do you like? And she mentioned tiramisu, and I said, yes, let's talk about it because that's the last dessert I'd ever order. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to convince you to to try it again after Ex- our interview. Exactly. Well, that's that's what this whole that's what this that's what this episode's <laughs> all about. So, at the end of the episode, I'm going to be convinced. So, let's talk a little so. bit about tiramisu. What, you know, I I know that, you know, in Italian tiramisu means pull me up or pick me up. Can you yes. tell me a little bit more about the history? Yes, sure. Uh so, first of all, uh, uh, tiramisu uh, comes from my hometown, that is Treviso. So we are all very proud uh, about uh, about this. Um, it's probably the most popular Italian dessert, uh, I would say. And uh, it has a really funny story because uh, they said that uh, uh, tiramisu originated in Treviso in uh, 18... Uh, in 19th century, and uh, uh, it was invented by a um, maitress. Can, can we say that? It's the right word. A maitress of a house of pleasure. We might, we might just call her also a madam as well. A ma- okay, a madam of a house of pleasure uh, in the city center of Treviso. 
uh, that invented this dessert that was aphrodisiac and uh, also uh, helped uh, the clients uh, to uh, recuperate the strength uh, after, after love, I would say. <laughs> so the idea was that uh, uh, they could go uh, home after being in, the, like, in this house of pleasure and uh, uh, still uh, stay with their wives, <laughs> basically. So oh, it's so, a so pick me up is literally like, hey, yes, you know, so, yeah, we're exactly. gonna give you a little extra, a little extra oomph for when you return home. Exactly, and also because <laughs> uh, all the ingredients uh, are very um, full, very like strong, like full of calories because we have eggs, sugars. Uh, Ladyfinger biscuits, mascarpone, coffee, and cocoa. So they are all ingredients that help you, like, uh, be be strong and uh, and have a lot of energy. I would say so. This is the legend. Of course, uh, we we cannot be sure 100 percent that that really happened, but the legend, it's like uh, like this. And then um, in the 80s, like 1980s. Uh, the, the recipe uh, for the first time uh, was uh, like invented and added to a restaurant in, in Treviso, uh, in which the, is called Le Beccherie. In the 1980s. Wow, it took that long. Yeah, yeah, because I think it, it, there, there was this, um, this cake that uh, as not a proper recipe, was more like uh, they made it at home, maybe it was in the, in the tradition. But the first time that uh, the recipe was added to a restaurant, uh, entered in a restaurant, was in the 1980s. And also in the 1980s, uh, it's the first time when we find it in some books, basically. Ah. And yeah, it's not very old, right? I, I would have thought like it was like hundred centuries yeah. old, but me, it's just me too. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 the proper recipe is just like 30, 35 years old, basically, almost 40. And the uh, creator, the inventor is uh, Roberto Linguanotto, who was the pastry chef of this restaurant, Le Beccheria in Treviso. So uh, this is the official history. Uh, although there are some debate, uh, and because uh, also Friuli Venezia Giulia region claim uh, to have invented uh, the tiramisu, so <laughs> we have some debate. But uh, I would say that the, the most famous history and the one we we know and we support, of course, uh, is. Uh, this one I, I just told you. Now I have a quick question. Ladyfinger biscuits in Italian, what are they called? Savoyardi. Savoyardi, right. And is that the only kind of biscuit that you can make tiramisu with? Um, is that the best kind? Like the, that's the traditional recipe. Uh, we also have uh, a lot of variation, to be honest. Um, especially some some people um uses uh, uh, the sponge cake instead of uh, lady fingers and also uh, it's very popular to use uh, pavesini biscuits uh, do you know them they See, are like, I, uh, I i know pavesini i wouldn't i i buy pavesini but i would never i would I would not know what goes into a tiramisu, which biscuit to use, mainly because, as I said, I run away from tiramisu, but I love pavesini biscuits. <laughs> yeah, but many people I know, they use the, the pavesini, even if I think they are a bit too, 
uh, sweet uh, and uh, the the texture is a bit different. Uh, so I I have a traditionalist. I am a traditionalist. So I I always make tiramisu with the original recipe, <laughs> but uh, actually you can uh, um, you can do some variations. Well, what do you love about tiramisu? Um, actually, I love the flavor because uh, I think there is a good balance between the sweetness of the cream and the bitterness of coffee and cocoa. Cocoa, but uh, I also love the the texture, which is soft and very like uh, it's a comfort food, uh, like uh, crazy. I love it, and also. I love it because it reminds me of uh, my birthdays uh, when I was a child because uh, my mom uh, used to make it all the time. She's it is one of um, her specialty. So oh, really? it's uh, yeah, I really like uh, it's something that makes me feel home, I would say. So I learned the recipe from her and and now I do it at home uh, uh, as well. And but we have also an extra, um, like a secret ingredient uh, that uh, my mom always uh, uh, adds, uh, and I, I do it as well. And it's a little bit of rum in the mascarpone cream. Ah, okay. Can you can you explain to me how one would make? Because I I know it's like layers of stuff. Yeah, actually, yes. You uh, the cream is made with. Uh, um, the the red of the eggs the yellow okay. of the eggs yeah yellow yes in, it's, in um, italian in italian it's the red yeah <laughs> yeah tuorlo and uh, mixed with sugar and you like uh, shake it with the um, like the, the mixer how do you say frust elettriche with like an electric whisk or a, um, yeah. a blend yeah like an electric mixer yes yeah with electric mi- um, mixer uh, until uh, it becomes like a cream, uh, like a um, light yellow. And then you add the uh, mascarpone, a lot of mascarpone. And also here, the classic recipe is with mascarpone, but then there are some variations like uh, uh, ricotta cheese uh, or uh, some other different kind of cheese. But I always use mascarpone, of course. <laughs> and um, and then at the end you uh, mix the the white of the eggs and until they become white like montare a neve you know very mm-hmm. and then you add the white of the eggs at the end very slowly so you mix so you mix the egg white separately yeah exactly oh okay. you separate them and then you mix the the uh, the the yellow with mm-hmm. the sugar and uh, you mix uh, the white uh, on their own until they become like a snow snow white uh, yeah like like a little like a little white. mound of yeah like a little mountain yeah. of snow yeah exactly and you add them uh, only at the very end um, to the cream and then we add my mom and i i don't know maybe other people too but um we always add uh, a little bit of rum because we think that it make uh, it makes the cream uh, less sweet so yeah. it's it I think you you would really like it because because it doesn't change the flavor, but it gives a little more like strength, nice. and I, I really I really love it. And I and I, then I, yeah, uh, sorry, I just no. just to finish the recipe, you and then you do layers uh, with uh, savoyardi, ladyfingers, uh, dipped into into coffee, the mocha coffee. You make a big mocha, 
you mix the, the coffee with a little bit of uh, uh, milk, and then you dip the, um, the lady fingers in it until they become a bit soft, and then you do a, a layer with it, a layer with the cream, another layer of uh, biscuits, another layer of uh, cream, and then on top, then it's better to put it in the fridge for a while and to add the, the, um, the, cocoa, the, the cocoa only in, at the very end before you serve it. I, I, I would do it like this, but I mean, that's not. <laughs> does, does, does your mom make it for you all the time or is it only on special occasions? No, it's more on special occasion. We, we, we don't usually make like sweets all the time, like regularly during the week, but it's more like a birthday or some special occasion, I would say, yes. You know, it's so, it's funny. I think the reason why I have not always enjoyed or not, I've never, I've never appreciated tiramisu is because it gets too soaked. Um, and I know, and, and I think that's harder for me when the, the cookies are like mosho, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but I think that also might be because it's been sit like I, I've been to places, maybe, maybe it's been sitting around for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe it was just maybe they didn't add the rum because it's definitely been real and I and I like sweet but I've had it so sweet so I think that's yeah. sort of sort of why I've run away from it but um, I've noticed and we were talking earlier before I started recording was that you know now it's like tiramisu has become like kind of cool and popular and there is a yes. store a little shop in Rome and you were mentioning that there is a shop in Milan yes uh, they call it like uh, um, tiramisu boutique and it's called mascarpa and it's very popular what kind of you know you i am like you i am a traditionalist so i would be i wouldn't even notice if there were other kinds of tiramisu but what other kinds of tiramisu could there be um i i i've seen many different of them so like with uh, um whatever ingredient like uh, pistachio Nutella, mm, like um, also strawberry uh, or blueberries. Um, I know you you can make it with many different flavors, but you know it's still tiramisu. But uh, I think that the ingredient makes the tiramisu what what it really is. So if you change them too much, uh, I mean I, I'm not sure the result is. Is pretty much the same. So I would stick to the the original one, but I think that in the tiramisu, I mean in the in the pastry, uh, it's always like this. But the balance between ingredients it's very very important because if you, for example, use too much cream, uh, then it becomes too sweet, and that's probably what you don't like. But I don't like it either when it's too sweet. So I like it when there is uh, quite a lot of coffee, a little bit of rum and the uh, right amount of cocoa on it, you know, because uh, then it's not too sweet and the cream is not too uh, strong. But I mean, that's my my personal taste, of course, but I think that's the right way to do it. <laughs> you, know, you know what I think is amazing is I think tiramisu is one of those desserts that is like it's global. Everybody knows all yeah. about tiramisu. And also, you know, the funny thing is that in Italy, probably every person would tell you that the best tiramisu is uh, the one uh, his mom uh, made or grandma exactly. or grandma. <laughs> so everyone has uh, his recipe and it's absolutely uh, sure that that's the best in the world. So. <laughs> 
It's like everybody's a tiramisu expert or their mom is. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I just think it's it's fascinating that uh, a recipe that came out of the tiny because Treviso is it's not it's not one of the bigger towns. It's a it's a it's a charming town, but it's you know it's it's not this monstrous town and it's travel and then this oh. recipe traveled all over the world. Yeah, it, it's incredible, really, because uh, you you think. As we were saying before, uh, you would think that tiramisu has been there forever, basically. And then you discover that the, like the, the actual recipe, it's just a few decades old. That's really, really weird. Do they ever have contests, like tiramisu contests? I'm wondering. I, yeah, I'm sure they, they, they have. I'm not, I mean, I don't know of any of them, actually, but I think that in these days, like maybe this this week, La Cucina Italiana uh, has uh, launched a challenge on tiramisu because really? they are doing this, uh, yes, they are doing this uh, La Ricetta Che Unisce um, challenge on the, um, on the social and they basically ask uh, the readers to, to make their own uh, recipe the same and to post it on the social. And I think this week uh, uh, the recipe was tiramisu. So, oh, I'm gonna have to take a look at that. Um, you know, sure. I, I did. I'm I sure. many I was people with, tried. Sorry. What, no, no, no. Sorry. I, I I was just gonna say that when it was carbonara day, my husband and I did the carbonara day challenge. I would love. I should try to do the tiramisu challenge, especially because I would have no idea what I'm making. Yeah, um, but you know, it's not. It's really easy to make tiramisu. To be honest, it's not too long. So. I mean, just give it a try and probably you'll be surprised. Okay, as we were talking, I just, I googled tiramisu day in Treviso and there is an official day. <laughs> yeah, it's in March, right? No, it actually, okay, in, in Treviso it was October 6th. So okay, I'm, I didn't even know that. Unless it's just a, unless it was just a contest day, but apparently it's a thing. I mean, it, yeah. I, it is, so I, I challenge everybody who's listening um, to come up with a tiramisu recipe <laughs> and then send send it to me and Gaia. So yes, now, please. So now's the part of where where I want you, Gaia, to share with everyone how they can find you. And I do want to say one thing that I uh, about finding Gaia is that if you do follow her <laughs> on Instagram, she does some of the coolest stuff with words that I that I love. Like last week when you asked everyone to share some of their favorite words, like that, you're, it's like you're a girl after my own heart. Thank so, you. So yes, you can find me on Instagram. My personal account is Gaia underscore PDP, as you were mentioned before, and uh, the account of Etcetera, my studio is. Uh, etc.studio and there is uh, where we talk about words all the time and do some uh, funny challenges i think that you know i'm going to share all of this on my my post so i'll have a post on my website for this podcast okay. episode and i'll have all links to etc studio the website so you can see what they do um to the instagram account where you can follow people sharing amazing words and then to gaia gaia you also were doing uh, with a friend of yours, are you still doing the Latin words? Oh yes, that that was a like one time uh, game. It was very funny with a friend uh, Giulia Valentina, who is a 
very very nice friend of me and she's also an influencer and she do like uh, magic english she usually explain english words to to people and so we did this latin versus english uh, uh, thing where we tried to translate the most uh, popular latin uh, um how do you say like a proverbi <laughs> like uh Pro- proverb yeah, proverb. Uh, we translated it into English, uh, but the the Latin proverb that we still use in Italy, that they are still popular in Italy, it was very very funny. I would say we should we should go on uh, find more. You should. So I'm gonna then I'm gonna challenge you right now. What I'm gonna ask you two questions. What is your favorite word in English? My favorite word in English. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I uh, uh, I don't know. I think. I, I use I use all the time like uh, um, actually. <laughs> I did too, <laughs> and it's nice because it's also a false friend, you know, because uh, it, it's not the correct the corresponding word in Italian. It has another meaning. Attualmente is different from actually. <laughs> it has a, a completely different meaning. So I like it because it's a false friend. I'd say that. Okay, and then what's your favorite word in Italian? Because I told you mine last week, so I okay. want to know. Okay, um, one of my favorite I have many to be honest. It's uh, arzigogolato. That is uh, <laughs> like all words uh, to say complicate, and I think the sound it's very very nice, and also the meaning I love it. Of Wait, arzigogolato. Oh my god, that's great. I've never heard that and now I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to use that. I'm gonna figure out a way in which I can Please, use that. Of course. <laughs> well Gaia, I'm so happy that I had the chance to speak with you. And the next time I see you, if you're in Rome, I'm gonna take you to the Tiramisu place. And when I come to yeah, Milan, please. you're gonna make me Tiramisu. I will. I, I hope uh, I've convinced you to give it another try. Well, you know, you said the magic word when you said that you added rum to make the the mascarpone less sweet. Yeah. And I was, I was like, okay, this could that's be a, it. That's a game changer. All right, I'm ready for the game changer. I am. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Dis to Dis Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great.